held in the hands of the goddess. We are held, we are held, we are held. We are loved in the heart of the goddess. We are loved, we are loved, we are loved. What in your life needs to heal? Is it something in your body? Is it in your thoughts or your feelings? Welcome to the Empowered Healer Show with your host, Dr. Susan Allison. Our program will present healing methods and ideas to help you change the challenging parts of your life and support the people who mean the most to you. Now, here is Dr. Susan Allison. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Healer Show. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm kind of froggy today, so hopefully my voice is going to hold out. I'm so glad that you're here uh, listening to the Empowered Healer Show, where you become the Empowered Healer of your own life. So I am Dr. Susan Allison, and I am so glad you've joined me today. I wanted to take some time to personally thank you for choosing to listen to my show. This is whether you're listening for the first time or you're a regular listener. I just found out that since December, when I began the show, my listeners haven't just doubled, tripled, or quadrupled. But I have over 10 times the listeners now that I did only three months ago. So thank you so much. I really appreciate your being here. So my goal is to reach as many of you as possible with the message that you are powerful beyond measure. And you can heal your own body, mind, and spirit just by tuning in to your intuition, to your thoughts, feelings, and your body's signals. If you haven't listened to my very first show, which I recorded in December, it describes how to heal yourself in great detail. And you can always get my book, Empowered Healer, at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Balboa Press. If you'd like a CD of exercises that go with my book, just contact me at empoweredhealer.com. I, I love to hear from you, and lots of listeners are contacting me, and I'd love for you to do so, too. So recently, I've had a lot of people asking me about my first book, which is called Conscious Divorce, Ending a Marriage with Integrity, a Practical and Spiritual Guide to Moving On. So many people, you know, that have asked me that I decided to do the show today on my book, Conscious Divorce, and so I am both host and my own guest. It'll be interesting to see if I uh, am talking to myself back and forth. So I'm so used to having so used to having guests on the show. So recently, I taped a show in the Bay Area, and they asked about conscious divorce. And I was also just interviewed by an editor in the UK for a magazine called Choice Point. Both of them asked me, "Why did you write the book, Conscious Divorce?" And frankly, an editor of a publishing house asked me to write it. But more than that, I was going through a divorce myself, and I could not find any books out there that were spiritual, what I would call spiritual, that would help me through a very challenging time and help me do that, still feeling love you know, for myself, love for my partner, my children, everyone in my life, doing it with integrity, with high consciousness, and so I couldn't find a book out there. And I said, you know, I'm just going to write one myself. And so I did. And that's how the book came about uh, in terms of uh, helping me get through my process and help many, many thousands of people work through their own process. So recently also my literary agent has asked me to write a new book 
perhaps with you know many of the ideas from Conscious Divorce, but really a, a brand new book with a new title. And I'm going to call it Leaving with Love, which was the title I originally wanted uh, for Conscious Divorce. So I'm excited about working on this book. And I feel it will be really cutting edge in terms of the ending of relationships and what we can do to still stay in our highest. Now, actually, I have to say that Conscious Divorce is already cutting edge in its approach. Editors, ages, reviewers have said, you know, all, it's been 10 years since it came out, but they've been saying that it's, it was way ahead of its time. That it came about in 2001 when, if you can remember back, people were still pulling each other's hair on Jerry Springer. You know, a divorce was, was expressed as, you know, incredibly acrimonious. People were, uh, so negative and, you know, you know, everybody talking about divorce in terms of it being horrific. And it can be challenging for all of us. It was for me to, to, to a degree. But my feeling is, is that we have needed uh, a book that raises our consciousness, uh, raises our, our, um, expectations, that has us going through it still with love inside us, as I said earlier, and love for, for everybody involved. So, you know, I just really hated to see, you know, that, that divorce was only seen as full of acrimony and conflict and anger and hatred and, and a desire for revenge towards others and lots and lots of blame. So I agree um, that divorce is challenging and that the end of a relationship can be very hurtful and sad, that we're in fear, we're in confusion, and we can feel such things as betrayal and guilt, resentment, and, and almost always some heartache, whether you're the initiator of the ending of the relationship or you feel that you're not the initiator, that you're, quote, the person being left, it can still be uh, incredibly uh, difficult for all of us. Some of you may know that divorce is second only to the death of a loved one in terms of its stress on us. It's like a death. And some people find it even more difficult because their partner is still alive. And divorce is a choice of at least one of the partners, sometimes both, unlike when someone is taken by death. Uh, the person is still here, and we may even be seeing the person if we have children that we're co-parenting, that it makes it difficult for, for many of my clients to get over what is happening because they're constantly in contact with the person, and it makes it really, really challenging. So how do we create an ending of our relationship that's more conscious, more peaceful, and filled with more integrity? Well, I believe that we do it by being more conscious, more peaceful, and more honorable within us. We do this by connecting with our highest, the highest of who we are, rather than identifying solely with our egos. It's really our egos that keep us locked into a blame game, where we fail to look at our own part in the dissolving of the relationship. Instead, uh, you know, instead see our partner as 100% responsible. And I hear this a lot in the groups that I run of people who are going through the ending of a relationship or a divorce, that there's a lot of anger and a lot of blame, and that the other party, the partner, is seen as the total cause 
of, of why they are separating. So what I'm asking you to do, I'm asking you to stay in your highest self when you're going through something challenging like the ending of your relationship. I'm asking you to know that the love inside you never leaves. You don't lose the love within you when you experience a breakup. Yes, you may be sad and you may miss the person, but you're still a being of love with the light of love inside you. Now, this has taken me many years to realize that love doesn't go away. And, you know, people say that. They say, you know, my, my love has left. I've lost, I've lost love. You, you haven't lost the love that is inside you, which I'm going to say more about in my new book. My new book is going to be more about how to stay connected to your highest self while going through something so challenging. How to feel the love within you, which is the love for yourself, is part of source or part of God. So that the love is still there. And this is, this is a difficult concept when, when you're hurting, when you feel you've been hurt, or when you are, you are going through uh, grief and loss. Uh, of your relationship. It's hard to remember that the love hasn't left. It's still within you. So for today, though, we are going to be talking about the book Conscious Divorce, not my new book, even though I'm excited to talk about the new, the new version. I'd like to focus today on, on just about three parts to the book. The book is almost 300 pages long. It has eight chapters. We can't focus on all of it. So I'd like to focus on the first chapter uh, first, which is about making the initial decision. It's called careful choice. And then if depending on how much time I have, I'd like to talk about self-care, taking care of yourself during a separation. And I'd like to talk about healing the heart through forgiveness, which is the last chapter of the book. So first of all, uh, this depends on, on whether you are in the stage of making a decision whether to stay or leave. But the most important tool is listening to your intuition, which is the voice of your highest self. And I believe it, it lives somewhere sort of in the heart region. It's like whenever somebody's making a decision, um, or they're feeling something just amazing, they often will touch their chest like, they're listening to their intuition. Oh, this is what I really feel I should do. And so I believe that the intuition lives somewhere in the heart space. So I'm going to ask you some questions in a moment after our break. I'll ask you some questions to help you see what you're truly feeling about your relationship. Now, those of you who are listening who are in a relationship and you hadn't been thinking about separation, just listen to the questions and, you know, it, it can kind of be like a temperature reading where you can see what the temperature is of your relationship. How good is it? How, how well is it doing? So we'll be doing this uh, after the break. We're going to take a brief uh, pause. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Susan Allison and this is the Empowered Healer Show. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866 866- 
Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. Join Patricia Raskin, the host of Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, Monday at 11 Pacific. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call to Positive Living, Mondays at 11 Pacific Time, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. Be the change. The 7th Wave Channel. On the Voice America Network. We are held in the hands of the goddess. We are held, we are held, we are held. You are tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to the Empowered Healer at Comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. This is Dr. Susan Allison, and you're listening to the Empowered Healer Show. So glad that you're tuning in. And right before the break, I was saying I was going to do an exercise with you that uh, we can do right now. And if you are contemplating the ending of your relationship, trying to make a decision whether to stay or to leave, you can apply the questions to the you know, to that part of your life. If you are in a relationship and you just want to answer the questions, it'll kind of tell you where your relationship is and how you feel about it. And uh, for those of you not in a relationship right now, you can answer the questions in your mind uh, in terms of a previous relationship, something that uh, is something that you've already experienced. So I recommend that you write these down afterwards, maybe after the show, that you listen to the show write in a journal, write on a piece of paper what came up for you because I think it's important uh, to take a look at your relationship at every stage. And so I'm going to ask you some questions. Now, if you can't listen and do this right now uh, because you're driving or you know, you're know you at work and you're not supposed to be doing it, something else, uh, do it later. You can always listen to the show another time. It's archived and so you don't have to. Um, do the exercise totally, but just maybe just listen to the questions now and see if any apply to you. So this is in Chapter 1, which is called Careful Choice, about making the choice whether to stay or leave in a relationship. And here's some of the questions. 
Number one is, did you love your partner when you were first together? Now, this would be when you first met, you first married, or if you're not married but you're with someone, did you love them uh, when you were first together, first living together? The second one, why did you marry this person? Why did you uh, become this person's partner if you're not married? The third is, do you love your partner now? And just let whatever answer bubble up, a yes, a no, a maybe, just follow your intuition. Don't do it with your head. Just listen to your gut and to your heart when answering these questions. Four is, why are you still together? Five, how do you and your partner get along? Six, what do you have in common? Just let things bubble up. Whatever comes is right. Seven, what do you like the most about your partner? Eight, what do you like least about him or her? Nine, how does your partner treat you? Ten, how would you like to be treated? Eleven, how do you treat him or her? Twelve, when were you the happiest in this partnership or marriage and why? Thirteen, are you happy in the relationship right now? And just let a yes or no bubble up. And it's the truth that's coming from your highest, from your intuition. Fourteen, what would you like to change or improve in your relationship? Fifteen, do you think it's possible to improve your relationship or marriage? Why or why not? Sixteen, What have you done personally to make your relationship better? 16 is important because it asks you to look at your part. Your part, not blaming them, but what have you done to make your relationship better? 17, what are your greatest fears about staying together? 18, what are your greatest fears about leaving separating or divorcing. 19, if you have children, what role do they play in your choice? Really important question. 20, overall, what does your gut or your intuition tell you about your relationship? Now, I'm sure that you didn't get all of that because I went fast because the program is short. And you can go back and listen to the show probably starting tomorrow. It'll be archived and you can listen and do this uh, slowly, you know, more um, thoughtfully and write in your journal or on a piece of paper some of the answers that came up. I think it's important, uh, chapters one and two of my book are really about assessing whether you're going to stay or leave. And then uh, part 
chapter two is about communicating that to your partner. So, so the first couple of chapters, I've had people read the first two chapters and decide to stay together. And it's a great assessment of your relationship. And then you make a decision based on what you're discovering in these questions. I also recommend that both of you do these questions. Both of you, um, write in your journal, write down answers, share it with each other. Or if it would be more comfortable, share it with a therapist or a minister or someone who is a neutral third party. And you might feel safer doing it with someone uh, like that. I also um, say this in my book, but if you're in a relationship with someone who is abusive, who uh, is very difficult, abusive, or uh, threatening in any way to you, I don't recommend that you do some of this with them unless someone else is present. It's not safe always. I also recommend that you get help for yourself if you're in a relationship like that. And in my book, I actually say that if you are being abused in, in the relationship, verbally, physically, sexually, that you leave as soon as possible and you get help to do that. So I'm not recommending that these exercises I'm talking about can be done with a partner that is um, very difficult or abusive. It can be done with someone who's conscious, someone like you, someone who is willing to listen and willing to improve your relationship or make a decision whether you're going to stay together or not. That's the ideal is to be with somebody who also is conscious, and that's what I hope for you. So I also don't advise you make plans right away. Let's say that uh, you just took this survey and you know that you're not in love with your partner. You know that you have been wanting to leave for some time and you really want to leave, but you haven't and so on. I don't recommend that you pack your bags today and leave after one questionnaire. That is not sensible or conscious but that you begin to think and you begin to make plans and ideally that you're able to talk to your partner about this if they're open to it or talk to them with a therapist present. But I do do think that it's important to be careful. The chapter is called Careful Choice, that you're very careful and you're very conscious about what you're doing. So about your answers, though, be sure that you keep writing your feelings in your journal and that ideally that you talk to your partner, you talk to um, you know, someone like a therapist, you get some legal counsel if you need to, and so on. But my book is ideally for couples who are conscious and who want to have the best outcome for themselves, for one another, and for their children if there are children. So once you make a decision uh, that you're going to stay or leave, there are lots of choices, and I say that these choices in the same chapter, uh, careful choice, you can uh, do nothing. In other words, you just put it all away and you do nothing. The only problem with that choice is that you're kind of burying the issues that are there, and they're going to fester. They're going to. You're not going to be happy. Doing nothing isn't, I don't feel, the best of the choices. But you can just do nothing. You can also... Um, decide to stay and really, really change, really work on the relationship would be choice number two. You also can decide to separate at home. I have clients right now who have been separated in the same house for 18 years. Now, I, I personally think that that's difficult. They Neither of them are totally happy, but they're doing it uh, more for financial reasons than anything else. 
So that's that's a long time to be living in separate parts of the house. It seems to be working okay for them, uh, but again, I I don't recommend uh, separating in the same house unless you're you unless you've done a lot of work on uh, on the issues and you've gone to therapy and your friends and you're you're staying there for the kids or you're staying there for um, financial reasons and it's working out, but it's very rare that it's easy to do. Another choice is that you separate. You do a trial separation. Another choice is that you do separate and you're planning on divorcing. So those are choices. You have choice. You don't have to do, uh, you don't have to divorce immediately. You don't have to stay with them. That there are choices that are in between that. And I say that in, in that chapter, in chapter one. So, as you're making the decision, um, there are often um, physical issues that come up for you. I see so many clients that become physically sick, emotionally just distraught during the divorce. It's really important to take care of yourself if you're going through a possible separation and divorce with your partner. It's very important in my chapter, Self-Care. I talk about that, and we'll talk about it more after the break. But I can say just briefly that you absolutely need to focus on your health when you're going through something as stressful as a separation. I know Time Magazine did a a survey where they talked about the most stressful events in our lives, and number one is the death of a loved one. Number two is a separation or divorce is the second most stressful event in people's lives. So I want you to be aware that it is quite stressful, whether you're initiating or not. It, it, it really is important for you to focus on your health physically and emotionally. And we will talk about how to do that in my chapter, Self-Care, after the break. We'll be right back. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. What are the benefits to combining modern science with ancient healing practices? 
For the answers, you'll want to tune into Frame of Mind with your host, Terry Sue. Each week, our program focuses on ways to live more holistically. By developing new ways of looking at our world, we can find ways to foster harmony and peace for the good of mankind and our planet. If we learn to live and think healthier, we begin to explore and focus on our strengths. Tune into Frame of Mind, Saturdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on 7th Wave Network. Be visionary. Be extraordinary. Be the change. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. are tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to the Empowered Healer at Comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Hi, and welcome back, everyone, to the Empowered Healer Show. This is Dr. Susan Allison, and if you're just tuning in, I'm talking about the first book that I wrote, which is called Conscious Divorce, and you can still get Conscious Divorce on Amazon. It came out, uh, oh, about 10 years ago, and my publisher was Random House, and it's a great book. I recommend you get it if you are going through a divorce or separation or if you're contemplating ending a relationship. It's a very spiritual text and will help you through each stage of the ending, every stage. So I am rewriting the book and will be coming out with uh, a new version, actually probably more of a new book called Leaving with Love. So I wanted to just mention that. And before the break, we started talking about self-care. So if you're going through a difficult time in your relationship, it can be incredibly stressful. And I mentioned earlier that it is second only to the death of a loved one in terms of stress so that you uh, potentially could be under a great deal of stress if you're thinking about ending your relationship or you're in the process of doing that. I often have clients come. I have a couple in my practice right now who have become ill, one with with a heart uh, problem, which is interesting, the heart, which is the feeling center, the you know feeling chakra, uh, heart problems during her separation and, and divorce, and uh, being heartbroken, and you know having her heart hurt during uh, this this time, and it manifested in physical illness for her, and I want to just say that you need to be really careful. Uh, during a time that is this challenging. And that means you have to really notice your physical well-being, notice emotionally how you're doing. And I have a questionnaire in the book, in the chapter Self-Care, where I ask um, questions uh, for you to answer about um, how you're doing physically and how you're doing emotionally. So um, I know that myself, I became uh, ill with what's called adrenal exhaustion, 
when I was going through my divorce and I was off from work for nine months and thank goodness I had um, some good health care and I was got my full salary but I was off for nine full months and I was I was exhausted emotionally and physically also during my divorce I lost a lot of weight I wasn't eating and I need you to really pay attention to how you're doing physically. Some people eat more. Some people eat less. Uh, people aren't sleeping as well. And if you notice those signs, you're not sleeping well or you're eating too much or too little or you're waking up uh, and aching all over or you're, you're waking up and or you have a headache. There's lots of uh, signs that I have in the chapter self-care about uh, you know whether or not you're doing well or not during during the separation and divorce. One one questionnaire is called stress and physical well-being. One is called stress and mental well-being. So it asks you questions about your eating, your sleeping. It asks you questions about whether you're drinking alcohol or taking any drugs to cope. It's asking you questions about. Um, if you're feeling sort of mentally fuzzy and unclear, if you're crying more than usual, if you're having, having mood swings or feeling anxious, having trouble concentrating, and so on. So looking at this questionnaire will help you decide what your self-care is like. And I ask you to do things uh, like exercise, meditate, uh, take up something like yoga, Anything that's going to calm you, that's going to relax you, that's going to give you a spiritual focus. And it's very important during, during a time that's potentially so stressful to really, really take care of yourself. For me, I loved being in nature. If you love being in nature, nature can be a real healer. So you can go out and you feel refreshed, lighter, more relaxed. And so I do recommend, uh, being in nature during such a stressful time. So lots and lots of suggestions in the chapter self-care and many questions to help you see whether you're taking good care of yourself or not. And uh, please do. Please take good care of yourself. And again, by following your intuition, really tuning in and, and asking yourself, how, how am I doing? How am I feeling? And also talking to people, talking to friends and family that are supportive and positive. I don't recommend having people around down during this time, but surround yourself with people who love you, who want your best, who are positive. And I actually had to uh, end a friendship during my divorce with someone who was so negative and she was projecting on me a lot of her own experience going through a divorce and uh, was angry at me, was projecting her own unresolved anger and sadness, uh, projecting it on me. And I had to end that friendship and we're friends again, but I couldn't see her during my divorce. So be careful of the people that you're surrounding yourself with. It's very important that you have people who love you and support you who are the people that you're seeing. So I have one more um, chapter that I wanted to talk about for the rest of the show. It's the last chapter of the book. And for those of you who are listening who, who had a relationship that's been over for a while, but you still don't feel completely healed from what happened, this is the chapter for you. It's called Healing the Heart. 
And it's about releasing any residual anger and resentment first. And then getting to the place where you can forgive the other person, you can forgive yourself, and you can move on. And I think this is probably my favorite chapter because I use it with people all the time in my therapy practice, whether they're divorcing or, or separating or not. It really is important um, to forgive, just to be healthy, to forgive people in order to be really vibrant and healthy emotionally and physically in your life. So in this last chapter, Healing the Heart, basically what you do is you Write in your journal any resentments or anger that you're still feeling towards your partner or anyone else. You can do this exercise for anyone in your past. But I am saying for your partner because this is this show is about having a conscious, uh, conscious divorce or ending a relationship consciously. So first of all, you, you write down what you're still angry about. So you would say something like, you know, I'm angry at you, Jeff, or angry at you, Mary, for uh, forgetting our, my, our anniversary every single year, for, um, you know, hurting my feelings when, you know, you told me that you um, didn't love me anymore, or whatever it is that you're still angry about, you know, for spending all of our money and causing us to lose our house. What is it that you're still angry about? And so you you first write down all of that because sometimes people forgive too easily and you really are still angry. So you get out your anger in writing and you write and you write and you write until you feel nothing more is coming up. You've gotten all that anger and resentment out. And then there's an exercise where you can... Release the person. You can imagine them in a balloon and you put them in there and you put the issue in there with them and you imagine them disappearing, getting further and further up in the sky and disappearing over the horizon and you release that issue. Now, a lot of my clients have a difficult time with the word forgive because they don't think it's fair to whitewash what someone else has done who's hurt us. They don't think it's fair to say that uh, they did nothing wrong. And that's what they think that forgiving is about, is whitewashing what happened. That's not the point at all. In fact, the other person is probably not even aware that you are so angry or you are not wanting to forgive them. They're not even aware of what you're carrying inside your body. So it may have nothing, no effect at all on them, but it could be killing you. And I totally believe in this connection because I also wrote a book on physical and emotional health, Empowered Healer. I completely believe that when we stuff down anger, hatred, resentment, a lack of forgiveness, we cause illness in our body we stuff it somewhere it has to go somewhere and it's going to cause you problems physically and emotionally down the line so i say if you can't use the word forgive let the ex- use the expression let go i'm letting go of this person i'm letting go of this feeling i'm letting go of what they did i'm letting go of my anger my resentment my hatred and and i'm and i am forgiving 
letting go for myself so I can finally move on. So I completely believe in the process of forgiveness, of letting go, so you can heal your heart and you can move on and create the life of your dreams. So, uh, this is the, you know, this is the chapter, this is the chapter eight, healing the heart. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, after you've written down your anger, your resentment, you've gotten it all out, hopefully of your body, you also can burn it. You can burn or tear up whatever feels best. I like burning because it releases. As the smoke goes up, you can imagine releasing that anger, releasing that whole experience with the person and releasing them. When I was divorcing, I took letters from my former husband up to a beach. I built a little fire. I threw them in the fire and they turned to ash and I burned them. And I went into the ocean and and dove in. It was cold, I remember, but I was cleansing and releasing what had happened to me in the marriage. I was releasing him. I was releasing everything that had happened in order to cleanse and move forward into my new life. And so I'll talk about that a bit uh, after the break. We'll talk about forgiveness and we'll talk about rituals you can do so you can heal and move on and have an absolutely phenomenal life. So we're taking a break, and we will be right back. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Is there a difference between dream work and intuition? The relationship is closer than you think. These are mutually supportive concepts. When you dream, your intuition serves as a foreshadow of the future and can bring rapid results through dream analysis. Tune in to The Partnership of Intuition and Dreams with your host, Dr. Marcia Emery. Explore this unique relationship and learn to understand how the symbolism of dreams can be clarified. Listen every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Yes, you can live a more positive and spiritual life. One step you can take each week is to tune in to What We're Thinking About with host Ken Ludwig. This program is designed to provide thought-provoking discussion after each week's show. Ken and his guests will challenge you to look at things in an entirely different way, to step outside the comfort zone and see the universe as it truly is. What We're Thinking About can be heard live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. 
The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. We are held in the hands of the goddess. We are held, we are held, we are held. You are tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to the Empowered Healer at Comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Empowered Healer Show, and I am Dr. Susan Allison. And we've been talking about my own book, Conscious Divorce. I was asked by so many people in the last few weeks to talk about this book, uh, both on TV shows and in interviews, and just having lots of clients come to me right now who are contemplating the end of their relationship and wanting to talk about the concept of doing it consciously and peacefully and with integrity, which is what I want for everyone who is going through this process, which can be so challenging. Now, before the break, we were talking about uh, forgiveness. We were talking about first getting out any residual anger and resentment uh, and getting that out first in writing, writing it all out, perhaps burning it, tearing it up, getting rid of it. And then coming to the place where you are ready to forgive. And I say in this book, I like this statement I'm going to read to you. Forgiveness is not just for the other person, but for you. It's the ointment for your painful burn. The injury will heal in time. It might leave a scar, but it will no longer hurt when touched. And so I really, I just can't say strongly enough how important forgiveness is. I recently had a client uh, who came to me with in fourth stage lung cancer who died. And she, she resolved a lot in about the four months we worked together in terms of healing spiritually and emotionally, making peace with everyone in her life, asking for forgiveness, forgiving others. And so that when she did die, she died feeling spiritually and emotionally cleansed, feeling healed. And the sad thing is she had stuffed so much anger and resentment inside her lungs for so many years that she believed that she partly was responsible or maybe fully responsible for her illness because, you know, it has to go somewhere if we're stuffing all of these negative emotions. It goes somewhere in our bodies. And so that was sad for me to see that she had spent so much of her life in anger and resentment and, and really deep unhappiness. So I urge you today to forgive people in your life, to do it now. Forgive yourself and forgive your former partner or forgive your partner you have now for things that he or she has done. Forgive your friends. Forgive your family. Very important. So how do you do that? How do you go about forgiving, especially when you're a bit resistant? Hopefully doing the exercise where you release your anger and your resentment will help. You get that first layer off. 
And then you get to the place where you are willing to forgive. And I ask people to choose the easier people first, then the, the middle people and the harder people. So you build on success. So you begin forgiving the people who are easier to forgive. And then you forgive the next and then the hardest people. So basically saying, I forgive you for, and you write this in your journal, and you put down what you're forgiving them for. And you write that over and over until nothing more is coming up. You're not feeling a charge. You're feeling neutral. And then my, my belief is, is that you truly are forgiving whatever that was, that specific incident or event or thing that the person did that was hard for you to forgive. Remember that forgiveness is letting go. And it's letting go of what is inside you. It's letting go of what is no longer serving you, that's keeping you from your happiness and your joy. So it's actually for you. So you keep doing that until you have released the issue, you've released the person, you've released everything that's happened. And I mentioned before the break, <coughs> excuse me, you can put, imagine the person in a, a balloon, a beautiful hot air balloon or a pink balloon and you watch them floating over the horizon until they're gone. You might have to do that for every incident or everything about them, everything that you're forgiving. You do that until you no longer can see them and you can no longer, you no longer feel, um, how that felt in terms of, uh, the issue that made you so upset in the first place. So also in the chapter healing the heart, I not only talk about forgiveness, I talk about making amends. And it's amends to others, amends to your partner. You don't have to do it in person. If you don't want to, you can do it just by writing a letter. And I have several letters in the book as, as examples so that you write a letter. Uh, I'm writing a letter to make amends to you for anything I've done that's harmed you. It feels incredible to let go if we have done something that we're not proud of, that we're feeling guilty about, is to, is to ask others for forgiveness. So what you're doing is clearing the slate. You're asking for forgiveness from them, and you are, you're forgiving them and asking them to forgive you. If you can do it with someone in person, it's also really, really powerful. Or if you make a phone call and do it. I recommend the making of amends as incredibly healing incredibly healing for you and for your relationships. <coughs> Excuse me. I mentioned at the beginning of the show that my voice was a little froggy. I have to take a drink of water. Sorry about that. So we're finishing up <coughs> talking about uh, healing the heart, the last chapter of Conscious Divorce. And one thing that I do recommend is doing rituals. Before the break, I mentioned that I went up to a beach, burned my husband's letters, saw them turn to ash, uh, wrote a poem about it, in fact, uh, while I was there. And I actually left an object there of his. And then I... Um, Dove into the ocean and cleansed myself and released his letters, released things that happened in the marriage that were hurtful and released him and was able to feel much, much better about moving on in my life. This is what this is about. If you can do a ritual with your partner, it's wonderful. 
but many times we're at different places. I wanted to do a ritual with him, and he didn't want to, so I did it by myself. And there are examples in the book where you can do a ritual of release <clears throat> with your partner or by yourself, and uh, whichever will work for you. So there is one in the book called Ritual of Release for One Person. And you do a ceremony. You do a ceremony where you are, you know, doing something meaningful to unravel the marriage. And I give my example that I gave to you about going to the beach. There's also all kinds of examples here that you can do. Uh, I know a couple that took a ball of string and they started unraveling it. And with every turn, as they unraveled it, they talked about something about the marriage. They were un <clears throat> unraveling the marriage. <coughs> Excuse me. Unraveling the marriage. And so the ball of string was symbolic of that unraveling. And it was really beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful what they did. So I'm suggesting to you that you do some exercises of release and forgiveness and amends, and you'll feel much better and be able to move on uh, in your life, healed and whole, and um, really um, cleansed from what has happened to you. At the end here, I wanted just to read you a quick passage, which says something about your healing it says, you will feel joy again. You will forget what hurt you and remember what you loved most. You will survive and flourish. May you always be conscious of the decisions you make, knowing your words and actions affect everyone and everything in life's web. Lovingly follow your intuition. Then step confidently from silken strand to silken strand. And I want this for all of you, that you're healed and whole. And this is what the show is about. The Empowered Healer Show is about helping you know that you are such an empowered being, more powerful than you know. And I'm wishing you a wonderful week ahead. Next week, um, I have Tony Samara on the show. It's going to be great. But until then, this is Susan Allison, and you are the Empowered Healer. Have a great week. Thank you again for listening to the Empowered Healer Show. Please join your host, Dr. Susan Allison, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have an empowering and fulfilling week. We are held in-